I'm Bella. I'm here with Lexi. Hello. And um, we are going to talk a little bit today um, about America, just our country in general. Um, this will actually be publishing on July 3rd, the day before the 4th of July. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, that holiday, patriotism as a whole, and all things fine and dandy in America. <laughs> um, so we're just going to kick off this cast basically just talking about the American dream. What that really means for us today versus what it meant back then and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So much fun. But just a little bit of background info here. The American dream, the actual phrase of the American dream, was coined by someone called someone named James Trussell Adams in the 1931 book the epic of America. Uh, in it, he defines the American dream as that dream of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone, with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement. It is a difficult dream for the European upper classes to interpret adequately, and too many of us ourselves have grown weary and mistrustful of it. It is not a dream of motor cars and high wages merely but a dream of social order in which each man and each woman shall be able to attain to the fullest stature of which they are innately capable and be recognized by others for what they are, regardless of the fortuitous circumstances of birth or position. So many big words. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a very long sentence. I'm trying to get it all out in one breath. Oh my God. So there's a lot of criticisms of the American dream. Rightfully so, because if we just kind of analyze that little snippet there. There's always been a lot of controversy surrounding the American dream of whether it really exists or not at all. Because a lot of people, um, especially women, black, indigenous, and people of color, for a lot of people in those groups, the American dream has never really existed. Mm-hmm. Not really today, not really ever. So let's talk a little bit about that. Right. <laughs> I remember... So... I don't know about you. Maybe I'm just, like, really dumb and, like, didn't pay attention in class. <laughs> but, like, when I people talked about the American dream, it was always, like, you know, the white picket fence, like, the nice house, like, a family, like, two kids, like, a job, whatever. But, like, I've never really – I don't know. Maybe it's just me that, like, really learned what the actual American dream was. Like, it was, like, being prosperous or, like, you know, like – I don't remember. I don't even remember. That says a lot, obviously, but, like – but I know it never really applied to, like, modern because the American dream was kind of, like, romanticized highly in, like, I imagine the 50s. Like, that was kind of, yeah, like, the I mean, it's the prime age of the American dream, really. Right. I mean, I think you said something really key there is that you never really knew what the American dream was, like, especially in school. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that at that point we were at the age in which we were ever really thinking about the American dream. Um, I feel like we were taught a lot about, you know, like you said, in the 50s or like, you know, the 30s or the 20s or whatever, what people thought of the American dream back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's important to note that the American dream has very much there's I mean, it's it's very individual. So the American dream is for is basically whatever anyone wants their American dream to be. Right. But the basis of it is that, you know, it's based on the pursuit of happiness as it's laid out in the constitution like mm. life liberty and the pursuit of happiness um so basically people who came here for a better life had the opportunity to create a better life for themselves and their families and future generations and all that right, right, right. um 
So the, the whole idea is that if you work for what you want, then success You'll get will be it. given. Right. And there's an equal, equal <laughs> opportunity. For everyone to get that. For everyone to succeed. Absolutely. Um, obviously, that's not the case. No. But. Um, Never really has been. No. But um, I actually found a really interesting graphic. Um, basically laying out generation by generation what the American dream was. Let's um, see it. For each each generation here okay so for the this is the first group uh they're called the traditionalists so it's basically people born before 1945 um so this image of the american dream is the self-made man um the whole and the mantra for this one is the whole um pull yourself up by the bootstraps mentality um Mm -hmm. so you're pulling yourself up you're working hard and you're doing whatever you need to you uh to, to basically just be a a self-made man right um like started from the bottom now we're here like right, that, right, right. That, that's what it was for people born before 1945 um and then after that we get into the baby boomers so people born like between 1946 and 1964 and that's what you were talking about the white picket fence the white picket fence absolutely um so that was really the image that everyone tried to attain um generally with the american dream back then um, the whole mantra with that is keeping up with the Joneses. So you wanted to have the nice house on the street. You wanted to have the white picket fence. You, you wanted, wanted to have, have, like, the family. You yeah. wanted to have, like, the stay-at-home mom. You wanted to have the guy at the work. You Absolutely. wanted to have a dinner made on the table when you got home mm-hmm. from work. Blah, 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 blah. And that was the American dream back then. Um, and then we move into Gen X. So that's people born between 1965 and 1979. That looked like the corner office. Um, the mantra here, it says, success is the best revenge. So that's, you know, when people were really starting to get into office work, corporate work. We're talking about, like, white-collar jobs, and, like, money was a big thing here. Right. So basically earning as much money as possible, climbing the corporate ladder, um, that's what those people wanted. And then we move into millennials. So that's between 1980 and 1995. This image here, it says... Live for the journey, not the destination, and you can put, you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. So this was very much like the era of the come up of technology. Right. So if you think about like Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and a lot of inventions happening there, like a lot of innovation was happening here. Right. And that's what people wanted. Like, oh, what can I think of new? What can I add to society that isn't already here? Like, what impact can I make in that way, basically? And then we have our generation, Gen Z, if you will. <laughs> um, and this is people born after 1995. Um, the oh, It's so depressing. <laughs> it is. Um, our image here says, um, having and being enough. That's all we want. That's, that's the image that we want, is having and being enough. Um, and our mantra is listed here as, success isn't given, it's earned. So, yeah. So what's funny about this is, is that I've seen a lot of, um, you know what, I'll reference it, TikTok. I've seen TikToks where a lot of people have been, you know, talking about like the, the house market and blah, 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 blah. Like everything has shifted so drastically for our generation to the fact that it's so hard to get any kind of foundation of living for us. Like it's so hard. The prices of living are ridiculous. Like there's no way right. for us to even be anywhere close to where our grandparents were around our age. Oh, like, God. around our age for our grandparents, like, they were married, had a house, had, like, two kids, because we're, you know, we're both 
of tw- early 20s, like our grandparents, I'm pretty right. sure, had popped out two kids by this point, had oh, a whole absolutely. house, yep. career. But like, we're sitting here like, I'm trying to just make my, my car payment. I, I really can't, you know, afford a house. Not afford my instant rights. <laughs> I, I, I really can't afford the student loans. That I, I don't understand. No, like, you're, you're so right, though. And it's like, you know, this whole connection that we have in this country is success is equal to earning money. Right. Which, I mean. Fair. Yeah, fair. Like, there's not. Ideally. Obviously. Like, there's not a lot that you can get done if you don't at least make enough money to live a comfortable life. Like... Right. But, like, what I don't think... So, like, what I get the mentality... So, a lot of people shit on millennials, okay? Because it's kind of like, oh, you guys have it so easy, blah, blah, blah. You don't care about anything. Like, Gen Z, like, whatever. They don't care. They're, like, not hard workers. They just need to work harder. But what no one... You know what I'm just gonna say? What older generations don't come to understand is that <laughs> the cost of the dollar, the cost of living, and the cost of housing, cost of everything, has shifted so drastically since when they were our age that it is not equivalent by any it's means. It's not, and you can't make the comparison. And that's why you know I like I don't want to get too political on here, but like you know I don't think it is. Like if we're talking about like a, a living wage and what that is. A living wage and, like, the concept of a minimum wage back in the day was created with the idea that any person on a minimum wage job would be able to comfortably afford a home. A home, yeah. A home. A home. A car. (laughs) Right. Have a family. Right. Maybe take, like, a modest vacation for, like, a couple days. Living comfortably. Right. That's what it was. And now... Now it's the... That's all you need. What? <laughs> it's... it's So I looked this up. So the last time the minimum wage was even, like, touched or, like, raised was back in 2009. And they rose it. You ready for this? If you're not from America, Wasn't this it, is... Like, 25 cents or something? Um, it rose from 6.55 to 7.25 an hour. Not even That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. That's it. The minimum wage had been stuck at 5.15 per hour for 10 years before 2007. Like, it's crazy. Like, I think about... I have a lot of coworkers who... They're older than me. And they talk about, you know, like, their first job. Whenever they were in high school or, like, just graduated or whatever. Like, their first minimum wage job. And they're like, oh, yeah, I made $4 and some whatever. Right. Whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. But if you think about it in the context... Of what the economy was like back then. What right. everything else cost back then. You could literally buy a car with that. You could literally buy a car with that. <laughs> right. Which, like, I have this... I've had this discussion with a lot of people in my life before. That, like, I would complain about, like, a job that I had, you know. Where I made literally just the bare minimum. So the minimum wage was, like, seven twenty-five, And it was like, well, back in my day, we only made, like, $2. Everything cost a shit ton less. Okay, you well, on- you had a fucking house. <laughs> right. I can I can't even buy a car. No, and I can't even do anything. Like it's just crazy to me that people still don't get it. And the and the example I always use is, you know, I live in an apartment with my boyfriend in Pittsburgh. And it's a it's a fairly cheap apartment. Like we got a really great deal on this on just a one bedroom apartment in Pittsburgh. And we both work jobs that pay what what's minimum like more than double the minimum wage and 
basically, if both of us didn't live here and we weren't splitting the rent, I would not be able to afford same this place by myself. Right. For an apartment that's literally supposed to be like shitty quality, like you can just live in it, like right, like because there's like, some people the, that where live I in... live is is not. I'm not living bougie here. Right, but it's still, like, a place to live, but it's the fact that you can't afford it by yourself. Right. So, like, I actually, I saw this also on TikTok regarding the minimum wage. So, I don't know if you saw this on TikTok. However, the minimum wage in Australia currently is $19.89. That's their minimum wage. Okay. And, like, I saw a lot of people in the comments being like, well, that's the Australian dollar. Like, it's different. Literally, okay, ready? The American dollar dollar is $1.32 in Australian, like, currency. Yeah, the silence was absolutely needed from that. <laughs> so, like, it's, like, yeah, they're, like, their cost of living is so, like, higher. Okay, cool, but there's, st- literally, I saw a girl, she worked the same job, like, she worked a retail job, like, how me and you do, mm-hmm. right? She has an apartment, she lives on her own. She, it's a nice-ass apartment, like, I it's in the, I saw that it's TikTok. in the, it's in the city. Oh, my God, yeah. It's in the city, like, in, like, Australia. My apartment is not like her apartment. Her apartment <laughs> looked bougie as fuck. She goes, yeah, I work a retail job. Like, I'm working, so, like, da 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 da. I did see that one, yeah, yeah. And it was like, hey, what do you guys work and what do you do? And it's uh-huh. like, the girl in America was like, I make uh, $11 an hour and I can't even move out of my parents' no, house. Literally. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do whenever these student loans hit. Like, right. I got rid of my, like, I sold my car, so I don't have a car payment anymore. But, like, between rent, you know, I lucked out with, you know, the fact that my mother loves me and I'm still on her car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm on her car insurance and on her phone plan. Like, I give her money for my portion of the car insurance and phone plan. But, like, also, let's talk about that. If I were to have car insurance in my name oh! as a 21-year-old, oh! <laughs> like, that's absolutely astronomical. Astro- like, that's- Hence one of the, to be honest, so, like, I don't have my license and I'm, I'm terrified of driving, but that is literally one of the biggest things holding me back is from being insured. No, like... I give my mom money for car insurance and my phone bill every month. And, like, I have that bill, and then I have my portion of the rent. Like, that's what I can afford. Right. And these people want us to go buy houses, which that's a whole other thing, but that's okay. Okay, um, so we're going to segue here, basically, (laughs) into considering, you know, we kind of just laid it all out here, what it's kind of like to... Be an American. Be an American. In a modern day. Yes. Um, Without all your insurance and savings and yeah, health, right. all that shit, fun stuff. Specifically yeah. for us, two recent college graduates, two young Coming women. into the new world. Right. As adults. So specifically, this is our experience. But we just want to talk a little bit about um, our upcoming Independence Day, uh, the 4th of July. And basically how that relates to, you know, what it means to be an American, what we really just lay out for you there. Right. Um, and the patriotism of the 4th of July and, like, kind of the, just the whole controversy. The concept of, yeah, the controversial stuff. That. So, being from outside of America, you would, I don't know really know how these people personally view our country, but I know that we seem like a bunch of self-entitled, like, we are literally the best country in the world, pricks, you know, like, the right. kind of, you know. However. Which, time out. When it comes to the Olympics... Absolutely. USA. USA. However, any other context? <laughs> However, any other context. Couldn't no. be me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Couldn't be me. Because you know, currently the USA team f- with all of the... So many pretty women. So many queer, beautiful women. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> the USA Olympic team will shit on everybody. Boom. I have patriotism as fuck for that. Right. Um, but regards of living, however, that's else, a different side. Everything else we're gonna talk so about. we can talk about, you know, the idea of 4th of July, you know, it's kind of this, the day of independence when, you know, 
We signed the special papers, become our own independent country away from we did Britain. Sign the special papers. The special papers. We didn't. Um, a whole bunch of white men did. A lot of white men did, without <laughs> the, dis- the the regard of anyone else. We did not. Right. Or anyone who lo- looked like us. Yeah. Other no. Who are not white men. A lot of white <laughs> and older men signed that paper. Yes, with their wigs um, on and all that. With the wigs. <laughs> with their wigs on. But it's the day that you know we celebrate being an independent country, yeah. which cool, you know. Right, right, right. Whatever. I get that. However, but I, this is like a thing that baffles me about Independence Day. You know, like it's a day like all about, you know, just like chilling, vibing. It's a summer day. It's great. Mm -hmm. However, what I don't think people understand is that we are not the only independent country in the world. No, we're not. But we're not the only country that has freedoms. Right. That shit used to baffle the fuck out of me because everyone made it. (laughs) No. I I guess. We celebrated having freedom when everyone no, no, that's what that used to confuse no, not everybody, me. But like a lot, a of, lot, a and lot. that used to like growing up. Oh my god! When the being in school is when people would teach you like about like you know when we became independent. They made it seem like we were like the only country right. that had these kind of ideas. I had no. I had to like, learn by myself that literally the United Kingdom. Stop! <laughs> no, please! <laughs> Don't say it. That literally the United Kingdom is like the same. Oh my god! <laughs> like I. No, I don't know about anyone else, but like, come like Maybe middle school, high school. <laughs> no, like no, okay. I know it's not. I know it's not. It's not like I knew like people had freedoms, but like I didn't understand the magnitude of how people. Ah uh, yes, I got um I don't know what brand it is. It's that wine with like a cat shaped bottle. It's really good. Renaissance, twenty twenty Renaissance. It's a yellow cat shaped wine bottle. It's really good. Yellow's more happy, but. I, I don't know, like, I know that other countries were free. Cool. But, however, I didn't... Oh, my God, the... We can get into that later about the American education system. Right. But, like, literally, so many other countries also are free. You know? And, like, they also, you know, fought for their freedoms. But, like, apparently the United States is the only place that has ever even considered touching the fact of being free. And that used to, like, baffle me. And it still kind of does. Because I feel like some people still have that mindset, like, we are, like, the freest country in the world and like we fought to get where we are it's a little a little daunting right like i don't know like being as an adult like viewing independence day when i was younger i used to see like oh yay like fireworks like you know we're all vibing with the family like by the pool like right. here's, blah, a, blah, cookout. here's wear... a cookout where we're red white and blue right. tops all from old navy you know all like from, all from old navy <laughs> like it was that kind of vibe if you were like seven years old and you did not have the old navy shirt with the american flag on it you were lame i'll say it uh, literally with the you whole the whole squad family picks like everyone in the backyard with your jean shorts on yeah like, the yep. bermuda shorts <laughs> yep fuck yeah absolutely or like getting a bikini with the american flag on it oh Fuck i had yeah. that one I yeah think i have a photo of myself like really uh, yeah yep it was like the big thing i was like yeah like why not but like i think that was like my first facebook profile picture actually. of course it was. it was yeah but now being an adult it's like viewing independence day has completely shifted for me oh no you're right like you're it's right. definitely gone from just being you know about like cookouts and family time to being like actually let's view the country in a bigger scale well before we get into all that you talked a little bit about, you know, just other countries in general. Um, let's talk a little bit about how other countries really view us. I love going online and people like Americans, you know, complaining about being in America, you know, as we do. And (laughs) then in the comments, there's people from like, you know, Australia, from England, from Sweden, from Switzerland. And they're being like, y'all live like that. That's my favorite. Those are my favorite comments. Like, wow, this is real life? Yeah. You live this on Oh, my basis? God. It's my favorite. And I also love videos where, like, people on the streets interview 
Like, they'll be, like, on the streets in, like, the UK. And they're, like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they interview citizens, like, what do you think this cost would be in America? And they would be, like, 50 bucks, like, 100 bucks, maybe. Like, childbirth. No, like, the childbirth one, she was, like, yes. maybe, like, 400. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was one. And no, I think it was the same video. And they were, like, interviewing people in the UK. And they were, like, how much do you think an ambulance costs? And the person, like, all the people really were, were baffled that that question was even being asked. Right. Like, oh my god. It's like, like, what? That, that costs money? And they were like, I don't know, a hundred dollars. And then the person was like, no, it's higher. higher. And then they were like, like, three hundred. It's like, no, higher. I don't know. Like, they're higher. They're like, what? It came out to be like a couple grand. And it was, right. wow. And it's like, wow, now I understand why they're always being like, no, don't call the ambulance for me. I'd rather just fucking walk there. My own mother no literally true story um my mom got into a minor car accident um i want to say like nikki i'm pouring this for you oh the cat wine okay finish the bottle nikki <laughs> so um yeah she got into a car accident it was less than a year ago i want to say so my mom got into a uh, minor car accident i want to say it was like eight months ago and she was on her way home, and she was on her way to work, and she worked super early in the morning, so I get a call at, like, 6 a.m. I think it was a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mom's in a car accident, whatever, and I was like, okay, zoom in there, and it would happened right in front of a gas station, and I got there right after the ambulance had left, and um, I asked my mom, I was like, okay, why didn't you, like, go with the ambulance? Like, if, like, why? You were just in a car accident. Like, you know you're in shock. You know that, like, you're definitely not gonna feel the extent of, you know, like, she wasn't, like, she didn't have a broken leg or, like, limbs or anything. Impact still. Right. It was, yeah, it was the impact. Like, her airbags went off. Like, there was going to be some sort of pain that she was gonna feel, and I wanted to make sure that, like, she was okay. There was nothing going on, like, with her head, something with her brain. I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that could happen with an impact. Um, that you don't feel until hours after. And I was like, okay, why didn't you go with the ambulance? Like, like, what's up? And she was like, the ambulance got here, and I told the paramedics not to touch me. Like, do not touch me. You can check me out if, like, they did what they were legally obligated to do as far as, you know, checking to see if, like, you know, she could follow the light with her eyes or whatever. But other than that, she wanted nothing else because she didn't want to be charged for anything else. Because she doesn't have health insurance. Because she is a, a woman who works full-time and makes decent money in this country, but not enough to afford health insurance. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have universal health care here. So she was literally in a car accident and would not go with the ambulance. She refused. And they were like, okay, just want to make sure, like, you're refusing the ambulance. She was like, absolutely. Yep, don't, don't, don't me. charge me. Like, do not... Like, don't do, even look do at me. what you need to do, like, legally, but other than that, don't charge me Don't for, even shake my hand. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> like, don't charge me for any of the services. Do not take me in that ambulance. No. So, like, I got there and I was like, okay, well, I'm still, I will drive you to the hospital. <laughs> like, and, like, we ended up going, but she refused an ambulance because, and that's, and that's the reality for a lot of people. It is. It's a sad fact that a lot of people would rather suffer here than get the care that they need because they can't afford it. Because it's it. simply, it's, yeah, it's simply You can't not an afford it. It's not the even just, you know, like, emergency, like, ambulance costs. It's the fact that people don't even want to go to a physician. People don't want to go and get checked for cancer regularly, which you're supposed to do right. because that stuff sprouts 
a lot, like, spontaneously as you're growing. And then, you know, it's people would rather, like, you know, just not get the care that they need because they just can't afford it. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're talking about life or death here, but for a lot of these people... They'd rather die than have that. Because it affects your quality of living so much to be affected with that debt. Yeah. Because it's so absolutely astronomical ridiculous. Now, while we're on the topic of this, I also wanted to bring up, regarding, like, generational, like, wealth and gaps and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Before we dive into all that, we're going to continue on with this conversation of our generation with the concept of growth of family. The concept of, you know, like, we talked briefly about this, like, establishing, like, your life. Establishing a home. On the same concept of healthcare, what I find absolutely hilarious, it's not funny. It's really not funny, but I find it as a satirical, ironically funny. Yes, hilariously ironic. That older generations are so pissed because none of, like, our generation, not none of, but even your, I'm sure people are still concerned, even if you do, but having children in the climate we are currently in. A lot of people our age either don't want to or are terrified to have them but want them mm-hmm. because of the cost of even birthing them is over 10 oh grand. My God. I've seen things where, you know, there are different, like, healthcare hacks because, the, I mean, the United States... Yeah, you ask them for an itemized bill yes, or whatever. it's an absolute joke. Ask for an itemized bill and, like, this woman got her bill back and it was like they charged her for skin to skin contact with yeah! immediately. They charge you for Advil, like $150 for like Advil. What? I can get that from fucking Walgreens for five dollars. <laughs> I don't understand. I can get that from Walgreens! $150? For I can get that a Rite Aid! Am I never gonna have a headache ever again? I get that over the counter Rite Aid! Am I never gonna have any cramps or headache or anything ever again for $150? It baffles me, it really what? does. But it's like they're so concerned also, you're about. Also, be giving me more than Advil after childbirth, first right. of all. <laughs> like, like, like they—it's ridiculous. Oh if you look God, for an itemized bill, you actually—if <laughs> you actually <laughs> look at your itemized bill, Hold it's on. ridiculous of what they charge you for. It's kind of sickening, really. No, it's absolutely sickening. Not kind of. Wheeling you to the emergency room, five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'll walk! <laughs> Caleb, carry me. Like, what? Do not stick my ass in that wheelchair. Signing you in? Service fee. <laughs> oh, you want a reclining bed? 600 bucks. Okay, oh, you on. want food? Nah, that's gonna be another $800. I will give birth on the floor and I have Caleb get McDonald's after. I don't like, know what to tell you. It's <laughs> gross. But it's like, it's honestly, like, on older generations, I feel as though, like, older generations are concerned about population, but, like, They've right. made it that way. That it's like You did this but I'd much I don't rather have to tell you. <laughs> I'd much rather just not have children than be deaded with all of it. It's so much. It's like childbirth itself is like over ten grand that you're in debt for just that. Imagine, and then also just like, raising them? Nah, I can barely afford myself. <laughs> it's like, gross. Imagine, you know, just being a woman. Okay. First of all, at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. But second of all, you know, deciding you want kids and making that decision to permanently alter your body. Yeah. Like, to do that and then go through the rigorous... Birthing process. Birthing process. And then... And then get hit with... Bills. Bills. <laughs> what? Like, let me just enjoy my baby. The amount like, of TikToks I've seen of women sobbing over their medical bills after they gave birth to their child... It's disgusting. It makes me, like, I don't even want kids, but it hurts my heart. It really does. Because, like, when you birth, when you have your family, you're you're invested in starting your family. But now you're debted with starting a family. 
and it's like, ow, now we're paying this off. And it's also like, a I lot already of, hurted, but this shit right. hurted more. And it's like, and it's younger people. So they're paying off student debt. They're paying off their houses. They're paying off their car. They're paying off their spouse's loans as well. They're paying, now they're paying off their child being born, born. on like, top of it. Isn't it payment enough that like. We're popping out population, bro. That, like, your entire I should be paid is covered in stress marks. The government should be your, paying your, your me to have a child. Just, like, absolutely ripped to shreds. Let's like, start that. that. Is let's, that not payment enough? Let's start that. A petition that the government should be paying us to have kids. That's where I'm at. I just start talking about vaginas ripping and goose. <laughs> <laughs> pay me! <laughs> pay me! You know, I, I might change, change my stance on childbirth if y'all pay me. Pay me. Pay me ten grand and we'll see. Yeah, government. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, government. We, yeah. We, yeah. Government, you weren't allowed to listen to a couple of the last podcasts. Listen to this one. this one. Pay me, I'll birth you a kid. How about that? Pay me, I'll birth you. <laughs> so needless to say, um, there is, at least from the people who take one second, just one second, to think about what it's like to live in this country. There is a bit of, sometimes, I would say, embarrassment Mm -hmm. for living in this country and just the quality of life that we have, especially compared to other countries. Sweden. Um, Yes. Talking (laughs) about healthcare and education and just so many other things that so many other wealthy and developed nations have had figured out for, like, for the longest time. And, like, we don't. And, like, not only is it sad, but, like, it's embarrassing. Like, it is. Okay, honest question here regarding other countries. When I blind test, if you were, like, literally in middle school, okay, and I say Australia to you, describe Australia to me, what would you picture? It's a desert with kangaroos. Right, no. (laughs) They are literally one of the most developed nations in the entire world. Yeah, whenever I was, like, six or seven, I was like, yeah, desert with kangaroos. No. No. Literally, they were the one of the first countries to have COVID figured out. Mm-hmm. They are so developed. And yet, what are we taught here? Kangaroos, scorpions, desert. Yep. Which I'm sure, yes, they do have that, of yeah, course. Um... However, <laughs> come on. Come on is right. No, absolutely. Like, we're really not taught about... I mean, we're taught about other countries and their governments and, like, communism and how it's bad. And, like, Russia and all that. And But we're not taught about really the good things that other countries have to offer. Right, it's always don't. about boosting America's ego. Right. Like, come on, love. You're not that great sometimes. Come on, love. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> anyway, with the with the um, general embarrassment that we're talking about, and, you know, a lot of people, rightfully so, are not super... Patriotic. Proud to be an American. Right. So when a holiday like the 4th of July comes up, and it's a super patriotic holiday you're wearing your like like we said whenever yeah, we're old younger, navy shirts like american yeah. flag red you white and blue shorts on stars yeah whatever that's really how we celebrated the holiday whenever we were younger because we didn't really know any better mm-hmm. now that we're older we know better we know what we're working with what other countries are working with and we're jealous we're <laughs> i'm very jealous we're uh, we're not loving the cards that we've been dealt here mm-hmm. again very rightfully so a lot of people, again, if you just take a second to think about it, aren't super patriotic. Yes. Tell us a little bit about... we. Okay, we had this conversation last year for 4th of July. Lexi, you had a really interesting take on that. Yes. 
So last year, I'm also really still iffy on it this year. Right. Because we'll get to it. So last year, we'll think about this timeline wise. Okay, so July 4th. Um, Midsummer, cool. Um, during this summer was also the time when George Floyd was brutally murdered by Derek Chauvin in, uh, I think, May 25th, 2020. So this was the time when, during the summer, when the Black Lives Matter movements were very pushing and, like, a lot of people were calling for equality, people were calling for social justice, people were calling for a change in our government and our change in our social justice system, a change in our policing systems. Like, we want change because we weren't getting any justice in the root of what we thought our justice system was. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when a lot of people were pushing away from the idea of the American dream. This is when this is when it was like maybe we aren't what we cracked up to be. And people thought this prior, but during this movement, it was very, very, very apparent where the United States government sided in all of it. That it was very much so other countries looked at us and pitied the citizens because it was that they didn't care about us. They cared about the image that they projected as the United States. Right. So last year, I didn't want to celebrate the 4th of July. Um, I'm a very big social justice activist. I'm very much, like, outspoken on my beliefs, very much so. Black Lives Matter, very much so. Like, pride. Like, I'm just very much, like, civil rights and social justice for everybody. Equal, social, equality, everything. So when this time was around, I felt very uncomfortable with celebrating the very core of what was wrong and celebrating what wasn't being fixed, what was making people die on the streets, what was letting people be murdered by police on the streets, what was letting people, these people not being charged, like police not being charged for killing people. Like I just didn't feel that it was proper of me to celebrate that day. So we didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't feel that it was right for me. It made me feel very sick to even think about doing that. However, that did come with backlash, of course. As Bella described, a lot of people don't like the idea of if you're an American to not be pro-America, to not be patriotic, to not be, you know, by the bootstraps, you know, be American. Right kind of shit. So when this idea was brought up, a lot of people kind of looked down on the idea of like, oh, you're just ungrateful. You're just gross. You're terrible. You're a terrible person. You're You're, awful. You're un-American. You're You're scum. You are not worth anything. You are un- you don't deserve to live here. You should just leave. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of that mentality and it's like- Just leave. Go move somewhere else. Right. I would if I could. But we were- we were mid-COVID. We were mid-COVID. We couldn't go anywhere. That's the worst of it. It was 2020. Mid-COVID, all these things were happening. We I were couldn't st- leave if I wanted to. We were stuck. There was right. nothing happening. And, like, especially just how everything was handled. Like, nothing was looking. There was no light at the end of the tunnel at the time. No. And it just didn't seem right to celebrate the day, to celebrate a country that wasn't serving its people properly. Absolutely. So I, I didn't. Right. And uh, you guys were you actually came over, and we just had a day where we just, you know, because we had the day off from work, because it's an, a national holiday, so apparently jobs give that to you off, and um, we just hung out. We just played games, and, you know, we had thoughtful conversations. We made sure that, you know, the vibes were leveled. We talked. We were intoxicated, of course. However, we did talk about what was going on, and we were very open, and we addressed, you know, our thoughts and feelings about what was happening. And I think, you know, 
you talked a little bit about, you know, all those people who were offended mm-hmm. by your lack of patriotism. patriotism. Um, I believe the correct term for that is blind patriotism. Right. The 4th of July has become such... A, a politicized con- holiday. A politicized holiday. It's very controversial because, you know, on one end of the spectrum, if you, again, stop to just think about what's going on in our country, especially last year with everything that was going on, all the social injustices, everything that was... We were so divided as a country mm-hmm. and just all the things that were wrong. If you stopped for a second to think about it and you realized that there was not much to celebrate, then you were un-American. You were a horrible person. Right. Like, how dare you? Trust me, I heard the loads of it from so many people when I told them I wasn't celebrating. But then on the other end of the spectrum, if you do blindly celebrate this holiday and you're like, You're looked at as like a... Honestly, it goes both ways. If you blindly celebrate it, you're looked at as like a fascist, like, piece of shit. Which, that's not always the case either. No, it's not. But, like, at the same time, like... At what point is it acceptable? You know, at what point is it acceptable? Because like, how how far do we have to go in celebrating in this blind patriotism and all that to really you know step back and look like right? You know what? We are the people, and as stated in our constitution, we have the ability to progress the country in the ways that we see fit mm-hmm. and the way that we need it to. The Constitution, we learned about this. I took a college course on the government system of Wait, the United yeah. States. I did. Oh, my God. Me and Brennan were in it together. Absolutely. Um, I took so many classes together. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take it. And, like, we learned that the Constitution, this is very controversial for some reason, that the idea of a working Constitution, that's what it's called. Yes. A working Constitution is when we constantly are building and progressing. It's supposed to be updated. Right. It's supposed to be updated. It's supposed to supposed work to with adhere. the means of society. We're not supposed to adhere to this piece of paper that was written and drafted in the 1700s. Right. We're not supposed it's to supposed to it. It's supposed to, at its root, at its core of the Constitution, is meant to uphold to the people. And as the people, we progress. As a society, yes. and the, the needs of the people and the needs and of the society of will change. And the supposed to progress with it. Right. It's supposed to progress, and I know people hate that term. However, that's what the point of a working constitution is, what is meant to work for the people. We are not in the same state that we were back in 1774. We are not in the same state that we were back in 1950. And as as problematic as the older white men who wrote that piece of paper were, they recognized at that time that... Whenever that piece of paper was drafted, they knew it was going to be around for a long time. And it was going to change. They also knew that society as they knew it was not going to be society as we know (coughs) hundreds of years ago. Hence amendments. Hence amendments. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Uh, It's a weird thing. And it's like, I learned about it in school. I learned, I got a degree. I got a degree. (laughs) I took it a, cor- a college course on how the Constitution works. So if you're one of those people that asked me if I read the Constitution, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to for my course. And um, what people, I hate, this also applies for a lot of other things, but it's the cherry picking for me. It's the cherry picking for me. We'll talk about the first amendment. We will talk about the first amendment. We will talk about a lot of. Okay, so you know the idea of the Constitution is like the life, liberty, pursuit, and happiness. Those are three right. rights. The constitutional like universal rights that we have. Constitutional rights, yeah. However, However, the amendments are added as again society progresses. Right. Crazy, woo woo, how that works. So you know, <laughs> you know, we as life as time goes, we add more and more amendments. As it's supposed to be, right? So we have what most people think of, you know, when you think of, if you're outside the United States, I'm sure 
you are well aware of our first two. I'm I'm almost <laughs> positive that at this point you're well aware of what those would be. Lexi? Bella, do you want to tell us what those are? What's our Second Amendment right, Lexi? Burn arms, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling oh you, like, God. outside people would be like, oh, yeah, uh, duh, we know your First Amendment rights and shit, 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 right? Yeah, the, the right to bear arms is a, is a second, the second amendment. amendment. The first amendment is essentially the freedom of speech, um, which is basically freedom, of, freedom press. of press, um, right to assemble, and which is protest. For right. a lot of you, didn't it know is, it is the right to protest, and um, uh, we won't really tell that from last summer, but it is. We do have that right, <laughs> um, and um, the basically the freedom of religion. Right. Right. Yeah. End quote. In theory, right. So, what we're going to talk about is So, it's basically all-encompassing freedom of expression. Yes, that's really good. Yeah. No, oh, I just keep burping. Jesus, this wine is fucking knocking me off my ass real quick. How much percentage is this? It's cute, though. It is cute. What is the percentage? Because it's definitely knocking me off. 10%. Okay. So, what we're going to lay a little... Go into a bit more about, you know, our amendments and everything, which I, I really... I appreciate the Constitution. I appreciate that... You know, they, it was laid out on a, on a platter for us to build as we need, build as we go. Which also, in the Constitution, it says um, if the government isn't adhering to what we need anymore, that we have the right to overthrow it as well. That is also in there. Yes, um, <coughs> that does not mean a coup, by the way. That doesn't mean storm the capital. <laughs> it doesn't mean storm the capital. It, it means, anyway. You, okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Speech, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, press, protest, all those things. Right. So what I've noticed is there's a so much, so much hypocrisy surrounding the First Amendment. Said cherry picking. Cherry picking, absolutely. Right. Like it's the cherry picking that bothers me, and it's the hypocr- hypocrisy of the First Amendment that really, when you hear someone say oh, it's my First Amendment right, and it it makes you cringe. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Having rights and amendments and liberties and all those things shouldn't make you cringe but it does because it's so pushed and it makes it's just it's gross it makes me feel grossed out i don't know about you but it does to me when it's like shoved it's like well that's my first amendment right okay yeah okay yeah but that doesn't mean you have to be a dick it's kind of like that thing right but it's also the hypocrisy of it where you talked about bella has mentioned this um i'm gonna like paraphrase and then she'll swoop in with the deep explanation but it's when you know yeah we have first amendment rights we have the right to express we have the right to of our freedom of speech to say and do as we want you know however that doesn't come without one penalties doesn't come without consequences does not come without that that will happen and it also leaves the door open for a lot of other possibilities beyond what you know as your way of expressing caleb and i were actually just talking about this earlier um because I was trying to figure out a way to really phrase it. And he put it really beautifully. Um, and he gave an example of, you know, just gay marriage. And how someone may view gay marriage as, you know, not right in the eyes of God. Right. And then Caleb would say something like, okay, well, what's the First Amendment? And then they were like, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, whatever, freedom of religion. He would say something like, okay, well then they have the freedom 
to express themselves and do whatever they want in their life. As per the Constitution. As per the Constitution, outside of what your religion says is okay. Right. And basically he summed it up as people have the freedom to live their lives within their their rights of the Constitution, even if it's different than how you live your life. Saying it's against my religion is not a reasoning to prohibit another human being from functioning in the way that they please to do. Right. Whether it's your religion, whether it's your belief, whether it's, you know, if they're going against something that you say, the First Amendment is freedom of expression. And, yeah, that's not without consequences, of course, but if someone decides to live their life according to the Constitution, differently than you decide to, then they're within their rights just as much as you are. Right, so you saying that they can't do what they want to do, or they can't be with who they want to be with, or they can't say what they want to say, is you going against the Constitution that you hold so very dear to your heart as well. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Is that if you are very much against gay rights, and you're very much against gay marriage, you're very much against you know, the idea of abortion, you're very much against all these things because they're against your religious beliefs, then you are single-handedly also going against what your constitution and what it means to be an American citizen is telling you to do. Like, you can be against it. You're problematic. But you can be against it. You can be against it, but but your beliefs... But you can't other people... Right. ...for living their life that way just because you don't agree You can't single-handedly permit... Like... Inherently un-American. It is un- and it is un-American. Inherently un-American, according to your constitution, our constitution, to oppress and inhibit people, their freedom of expression. Hence the other amendments that we have. Damn straight. And today, we're filming this actually on the 26th of June, so happy Pride Day. Yes. Today marks the sixth, the year, sixth anniversary year anniversary of the Gay Marriage Right Act of being passed. Of the Marriage Equality Act. Yep. Of, yeah, 2015. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yes. Do you remember the video of him and Joe Biden running down the fucking corridors of the White House yes. with gay flags? Oh, iconic. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was literally so oh iconic. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I guess what we're really getting at is, of course, we live here. We have to like it at least a little bit. We, right. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm proud to be an American to a certain extent. To an agree, yeah. But I think part of being an American... Is, comes with accountability. It does, absolutely. And it's it's recognizing where we can do better. It's right. recognizing our faults and recognizing, okay, what can we do better here? What can we do better there? What are we good at? What are we not good at? Let's let's reevaluate. Right, here. and that's... So before we branch forward, I just want to add this tidbit in here. People are so afraid of the term... I mentioned this earlier, of progressives. People are mm-hmm. so absolutely terrified of the idea of a progressive being anywhere near an office however that's what our country was based to do that's what we're meant to do as we're supposed to move forward as a country we're not meant to be set in one spot in the world that we're in that's not possible it's not realistic it's not gonna lead our future what i'm worried about is well if we're struggling i can only imagine what later generations are going to go through if right. we're, con- we're continuously going down this hole that was set forward for us back in, like, what, the 50s, 60s, you know. Mm-hmm. If we're following those same structures, it's not going to end well. No. Something is clearly not working. So next time you talk to someone, and next time they say that they're not really into celebrating the 4th of July, they're not super patriotic. Take a step I, back. I urge you to stay, take a step back and realize, you know, if we're the country... 
with such a high rate of incarceration, such a high rate of gun violence, no universal health care, no paid parental leave, social injustices, inequality aplenty, what is there to celebrate? Right. What is there to celebrate? It should be the, I feel as though, I, this may be controversial, I feel as though the holiday itself should be a day of reflection. I agree. The day, Until we get our shit together. Right. The day <laughs> should be spent as a day of, as we did last year, a day of reflection, a right. day of realizing what needs changed, what needs fixed, what we can do to be better. Because we are very much at a point in our country where we're in that, we're in the construction zone. Right. We're, what? And, and it's okay to, you know, we talk a lot about the, the word progressive. The word progress and the word progressive is not an inherently bad word. If you right. boil it down to its definition, it's a good thing. Yes. We're supposed to progress. It's natural. It's natural to change. Everything in nature, in the world, in the universe changes. So what I have a thing of that what I think they're scared of is if you know somebody who is like that, that doesn't mean they inherently hate America. No. By contrary, it we means love we America. love America. <laughs> Hence why we want it to change because we want it to be better. We want it to be what we think it is. Like, I have this, we all have a romanticized image of what America is. I want it to be that. I want it to be what I thought it was when I was little. Right. Like, it's not that I hate America. I don't. It's just now that we are here in adulthood and our American dream is now just... At, at our front step. Yeah, so we're and not... So I'm not I'm not liking how it looks. We're I'm not liking. a selfish piece of shit human being that doesn't care about their country who who can go kick rocks and go leave. No. I'm doing this because I know we can be better. We can do better. We can absolutely do better. Yes. Like, I I don't know why that's so troubling. Like, I don't know. It, it, it always just, like, last year especially, like, it definitely just puts in perspective of how people view the country and what their values are and that's definitely shown in the past year and a half and that's that's what we should be doing mm-hmm. if you're not doing that i urge you to do that just take a step back and just look at things in a bigger picture than what you thought because i'm telling you once you start looking at things in a different perspective than the narrow glass that you look through things change a lot and you'll definitely start to understand why so many of these socialist progressives are trying to do what they do because we love it here yeah, like AOC, she gets shit on. She loves it here. Right. She loves this country. Imagine loving this place. And then people and telling you that you're right, the worst person alive. Everything that you can to make it a better place for everyone. Not just certain groups of people, for but for everybody. everyone. And people not appreciating it. Right. It's gross. It's crazy. Okay, so we've been talking a lot about, like, what, you know, the toxic. Uh, I call it the toxic mentality patriotic, like patriotism, toxic patriotism. Blind patriotism. Blind patriotism, toxic patriotism, whatever. So we're going to give you some examples on how to be patriotic. I think that's really important to include. If you want to be a true valued American with patriotism, these are some steps that you can do to show that you are patriotic towards your country. And it doesn't have to be flying an American flag everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one way, if that's how you choose, to do, that's how you choose to do it. But, but it's not the only are, way. There are other ways. Um, the first one is absolutely to vote. Absolutely. Use your, like, constitutional and amendment rights to vote. This is, I just want to say something about this real quick. I waited until I was 20 years old to be registered to vote. For me, I never got into politics too much, and anything that I saw in politics, I was not a fan of. I was like, this is some bullshit. I think that as problematic as George Washington was, he had it right. The two-party system is 
garbage. Trash. Absolute trash. And I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't want to be a Republican. I didn't want to be a Democrat. I didn't like any of the candidates. I was like, none of these people represent what I want to, to be leading my country for. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, any of them, really. And I always had this ideal that I would not register to vote until there was someone who entirely encompassed what I wanted in a leader for our country. Um, I did register to vote, though, um, when I was 20, and because I was at the DMV, I was renewing my license, and they were like, do you want to do this? It takes 10 seconds. I was like, you know what? Why not? Um, And at that point in my life, I was realizing the importance of voting. And, you know, not just in presidential elections, you know, I've only ever voted in the presidential election, but, you know... Your local it, elections. It starts at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It starts locally. Oh, I love voting in, like, local elections. Right. And I'm, I'm starting to really recognize the importance of more of that. So for any of you who kind of find yourself in the position that I was in and don't really have any hope for politics or anything like that, um, I have hope that it will get better. <laughs> I have hope that we will and get And I don't understand why people. we're in this box of, you know, like, oh, we only get these two shitty people. Do you realize that we can advance the government? Right. Like, we have that ability. Like, we can have more than just what we're given. We can. And I feel like we've given ourselves a little bit of hope in that, that in the future, there will be more options. Um, PSA, I am registered as an independent because I don't fuck with that two-party bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very comfortable in that. I don't think they'll let me vote. I'm only, vote. I'm only I'm a, registered yeah. Democrat so I can vote in local right. elections. Right, they won't let me vote in the local... Which I didn't know that until mm-hmm. literally last year. No, I'm very it's much weird. so... Trigger warning. I'm very much so <laughs> socialist, progressive, like, independent party. However, I am registered Democrat in order <laughs> to vote in local elections because I feel like those are very important. No, I agree. And I... Honestly, that was not something I knew until last year, which... Kind of seems like an infringement on my rights, but okay. It's really stupid. It's really yeah. dumb. It is. So we're going to move on to the... Go I'm ahead, gonna, move I'm, on. I'm going <laughs> to skip one because this one, I have a whole thing. Fly the stars and stripes correctly. Okay. So we're not going to get into that. Do you want to get into that? I'm going to get into it just Go ahead, very get into briefly. It. Get into it. Very, 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 very briefly. I'm not going to, you know, make anyone offended here. However, when you're flying the stars and stripes to show your patriotism... Fair enough. I understand. My mom used to, like, we used to do it at our house. We would hang a flag outside. A lot of people do. It's, you know, the American household. However, it must be flown in the way that it is supposed to. No, like, art and stuff on it. There's not supposed to be anything that is supposed to change the original image of the flag. If you know where I'm going with this, cool. If not, that's fine, too. Think about it a little bit. If you take the flag and you change it to fit whatever you want it to, that is not patriotism. That is actually totally different than what you think you're doing, and you're actually just showing that you're anti-American. I'll leave it at that. Food for thought. <laughs> think about that for a second of what I'm referring to, and I think you'll get it. If I'm not going to say it blatantly. We have said so many times in this podcast that please take a step back. Please. Just, just <laughs> think about what I said. Do not change what the flag looks like can't change the colors of it you can't take away colors from it or else it's anti-american okay thank you now we're moving on to the next one okay okay i'll leave it at that that's all that's all i have to say about that honestly thank you i don't want to cause any stir the pot however just think about it food for thought already gave a trigger warning you fucking socialist (laughs) food for thought oh my god food for thought okay next oh i love this one 
support your national parks. Yeah. Support your national parks. Oh my god, um, they have so small budgets. Like, they have nothing. Like, if we would all just collectively donate and care about our national parks, they would prosper. No, I mean, national parks and just conservation in general. Um, I am dating the, um, nature man. I'm just gonna Nature man. That. Nature man. Um. Animal boy. Animal boy. And, um, he just really hits at home how important conservation is. And it really irks him more than anything else. Um, not just social injustices, but also the conservation efforts whenever that like certain laws are passed or something, and it threatens conservation mm-hmm. because it's so important. If we're talking about, you know, I don't think people realize like there was something where there was a whole coast of reefs that mm-hmm. was protected, and then it wasn't. If our reefs are fucked, we're fucked. Like, I don't think people understand. No, ecosystems like, work in crazy ways. Right. We learn this so, in biology. Yes, it is biology. But, like, our entire ecosystem, all these biomes, all the animals, like, it's so important to just have dedicated plots of land on this country to just not be fucking touched. Don't touch it. Don't mm-hmm. fuck it up. Don't litter. Don't, don't fucking drill into it. Just no, let it go. Donate to the people who take care of it. Like to those groups and organizations and just leave only footprints. That's it. Yeah, like it's it's that easy, really. It, it's it, like it truly it's a is. national park. It's meant to show the beauty of our country yes. in the way it's most natural and it's like mm-hmm. we can't ruin that. Like America's a beautiful place. If you let it be. Yeah, just don't fucking fuck it up. Let it be. Let it be. Alright. Um we're gonna do this one, right? Serve on a jury. I've yet to do this. However, when you register to vote, you are automatically entered into serving in a jury. Oh, I didn't yeah, so um, it may seem like an inconvenience. However, it's a part of what makes our country great. As you know, we have the justice system. So you know, Which serving on- is problematic. But that's a but, that's yeah, that's a whole other topic thing. for another podcast. But you know, serving but on your jury, that, yeah, being a part of it, we have a jury in is our very division, important. It is important and it's very yeah. important. It's a way for people to have a say in what say in quote of what goes on inside the courtrooms in our just jurisdicts jurisdictional system. Jesus Christ. And then also the last one is just support a veteran. I think that one's really nice. You know, it is. You know, uh, donate, you know, s- supply. Like, there's some, there's so many homeless veterans that, you know, they need donations. Right. They need home. Like, that's not even our responsibility. It's the government's responsibility, yeah. really, to supply shelter for homeless and those in need. But, however, show your support for your veterans and your troops and show that you recognize uh, I think them in their if service. I, if I may add, um, I think a lot of, I mean, especially with these older generations that, don't understand why we're not super patriotic and they see any um negativity or it's really not negative at all it's it's more of a critique of america they see most of them any of they see a lot of that as also sort of disrespecting of the troops right and i want to put out there that that's not what we're doing at all we are not disrespecting the troops we're not disrespecting anyone's service to this country or any of that um, and I feel like there's a very important disconnection that needs to be made there mm-hmm. because a lot of times most people put two and two together when it's not the case at all. Right. And then it gets into a whole other argument of, you know, not only are you un-American, but you hate the troops. Right. That's and not, that's not it. that's not it at all. No. No. I have two of my brothers are in the military. Like, yeah, it's, that's definitely not it at all <laughs> there's no tie so there at all disclaimer out there that we are not disrespecting the troops 
at all with right. anything that we have said in this podcast thus far, and that's not what we believe here. That's not what right. we're pushing. So those are just, you know, some quick five easy tips on how to actually be patriotic for the country, and I think that's really important to know. Brendan actually, you know, found those and, like, told us to put that in here. He did. He did. He, yeah, shout out to Brendan. Like, I feel like that's really important to include in a cast like this to show ways that you can be supportive and patriotic for your country without being a nationalist type of shit, which that's another thing. Like, know the difference. We did a lot of critiques. We did a lot of all that. We did a lot of discussions of this. So, um, but uh, I think it's important for us to just throw that in there real quick. Oh, yeah, of course. So now we're going to go into a little game. Now, this game um, is one that kind of already exists. It's not a game. It's not a game. It's not a game for a lot of people. That's a wrong way to put it. It is not a game. It's not a game. We thought it would be interesting to end this cast by taking some of the questions from the citizenship naturalization test the civics part of it mm-hmm. um because it is a it's a multi-step um test um but basically there is a civics portion of the test where those immigrants who are uh, interested in becoming citizens of the united states they study for months and months and months on end to become a citizen to here. become a citizen here um what that entails part of it is a civics test where they have to study a hundred questions they are asked verbally by someone 10 it could be any 10 out of those 100 questions. And they have to pass six of them in order to become Which I thought you said they did change that recently I did under read, the last presidency. Yes, I did read in December 2020 that they were going to make it more difficult. Um, they were going to have to study 128 questions and they had to... They Answer were going 10 out of 12? No, 12 out of 24. 12 out of 20. So they were going to ask, be asked 20 out of the 128 and they had to pass 12 of them in order to become a citizen. Again, verbally. Verbally, yes. We, have, we had the boys make that for us, so we're going to be taking the citizenship test. And we are going to see, if as we, two people who were born in the United States, if... We would be uh, American citizens yes. if we were born somewhere else. Based on the knowledge that we have today, we did not study for this. Nope. Um, we were born here. That's what we have. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we are going to see if we would be citizens today. Yep. Let's get them. Okay. So you want to be a U.S. citizen, a true test of American patriotism. Okay. So they gave us a little uh, gif of an American eagle with a machine gun. Oh, with a mi- no. Yeah. Do you want to just go No, it's not a machine gun. It's AK-47. Something. It's a um, gun. An AR-15. The second Monday right, you know? Fucking. Oh, my God. It has an Uncle Sam hat on. All right. Who's reading the rules? The rules. The rules. One point per question. Ten seconds to start answer. Mm? Take turns answering questions as you go. So just remember, yeah, you have to get at least six of these right. You'll each get ten questions. If you don't get at least six right, you, you're you an asshole. You, you don't belong here. Can I put this in real quick? So I went on a trip to New York City with my high school, and we went to Ellis Island, and I took this test in the actual, like, you know, where the... Immigration? I'm drunk. Where the immigrants <laughs> came. The midpoint where they came. I took the American citizen test, and they told me I wasn't allowed to be an American citizen. That's all I have to say. Tell them why. It's because I'm depressed. <laughs> okay. Um, now we can start. Wait, is this 10? So I have 10 seconds? To, to start your answer. They're all supposed to be super easy. Supposed every, to be? Every American citizen should know them. Make it easy. Okay, go ahead. They're not going to let me in. All right, just read it aloud Let and then start your answer. What oceans border the east and west coast, respectively? Ocean. Okay, 
East Coast. Wait, 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 wait. How are we answering these? Are we doing it together or like no. No, writing no. it down? It's Bella's turn and then it's your turn. Okay, 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 okay. Since okay. you don't have to compete for timing wise or for each question. Oh you're yeah, just that's why you have it. okay. Yeah. So go ahead, Bella. Okay. On the East Coast, there's the Atlantic Ocean. And on the West Coast, there's the Pacific Ocean. The specific ocean. The specific ocean. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm an American. Name three states that border Canada. Michigan, North Dakota, Washington. Can verify that's true. Hell yeah. For a second, I thought you said South Dakota. South Dakota! <laughs> no. No, that's Mexico. Oh my. Wait! <laughs> Name one Native American tribe. Pause for a second. I would just like to say that the actual test that people take, it lists them as Indian tribes. Oh, that's bad. And oh, I, that's, well. That pissed me. That, no, that, that's yeah. really <laughs> offensive. That's stupid. Cool. Wow, love this country. So they're teaching you how to be racist as you try to get in. All right. Um, I'm going to say Cherokee. I thought Navajo. I, I was going to say Navajo, and then I thought Cherokee. That was the number one answer. Thank you. Thank you. I said Navajo. Um, it's just, uh, I guess it's not. I was going to say it's that's, alphabetical. That's actually, oh, is it, the, is it alphabetical? No, it's not. Yeah, no, that's the number two answer, so you're both amazing. Great job. Who is the father of our country? What? Do you mean, like... What is this? This is the question. <laughs> this is the question <laughs> as it reads on the test. I say George Washington. That's correct. Oh my <laughs> god. The father? Did he birth this place? Yeah, no, oh this my is god. Literally a question. Again, all questions you uh, see are on the actual test. Wow, okay. What if I was like super duper religious and I said God? God is the father of this country. Freedom of religion. Next. Yes, I understand freedom of Go religion. Back to your country. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What? Do we show loyalty to when we say the Pledge of Allegiance? Or Pledge of Allegiance. This is where they start to get difficult. Okay, well it says, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. But am, am I pledging my allegiance to the flag or am I pledging my allegiance to America? I pick one. Stop. Pick one. Because I want to say the flag because it literally says, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I'm just going to say it's a flag. Both of those were correct. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Literally, the answers are yeah. the United States or the flag. Okay, good. Oh, my God. Cool. Oh, God. What is the longest longest river in the United States? I'm going to go the Mississippi River. Amazing. Woo! Hell yeah. Oh, no. Stop. What is it? Ah! We elected U.S. Senator for how many years? Stop. Um, <laughs> is it two? No. No! <laughs> it's not four, is it? Three? No. No. Six. Six. Ah! Can I get it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are two rights in the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> this is like, these are our oh, rights. Right. So like the right to bear arms and the right. No, that's, are those amendments, those are rights. Good luck, love. Yeah, it's the right. Yeah. 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 Where, where's your, you have two, two rights. Oh, the, um, we talked, we literally said this. Ten. Pursuit of happiness. I'm giving you the buzzer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Bother. Let's go to the next one. I lost that. There what three is it? Correct oh. answers. Right. But as soon as I pursuit said Pursuit of that, happiness life, is the last one. Liberty life, liberty, and yeah. the pursuit of happiness. Fuck. Oh no. What is the last day on the calendar you can submit a U.S. tax form? We. They extended it. No. I don't I, I'll add a disclaimer. This is pre COVID. I literally do not know. Tax day. What's tax day? They ask people um, this. They yes, ask these are actual this. questions on the test. Let it be known that most of us have no idea. No. Okay. Disclaimer. If you wait until 
like the last day to file your taxes looking at you, Caleb. I don't understand. Like, I why actually don't you, filed my taxes late. Why don't you late. want your refund? Like, I know you filed your taxes late. Why don't you want your refund? Like, I get my W-2s. I'm in it. I want my refund. So what's the last day? That's a good question. Um, I don't even, like, I don't even know what Ten month. seconds. Stop. I know tax day is in, like, February or March. No. Is no, it it's later. No, it's not. It definitely is. No, it's not. They extended to, like, June. Five no, seconds. tax day. Ta- tax it's, day. It's asking what the last day. That's the last day. day. I'm saying tax Three. actual I want to say it's, like, day. the 12th of April, May, or June. I don't know. You don't know? April 12th. April 15th. Ah, shit! Really close. Damn it! Really close. I'm surprised. Damn. I thought you were going to say April 30th. That was my guess at what you were No, I knew it was. It started with a one. Damn it. What territory did the United States purchase from France? Louisiana. That was an easy one. There's another easy one. Good. <laughs> Louisiana purchase. Louisiana purchase. What is one thing Ben Franklin is famous for? Stop. So many bad things. I'm assuming the good things, because this is America. There are a list of correct answers. Okay. Um, yeah, there is actually an accepted list. We only are looking for one. And no STDs are not on there. <laughs> I was going to say that one. He's on currency. He flew the he flew the kite with the key. That's not one. That is something he's famous for, but we'll give you one more chance to answer, what, because is, I would is also Is the currency that. not on it? He's a... Uh, um, he really didn't do anything. Like, he was just kind of there. Isn't that nuts to think about? Yeah. yeah. No, like, he really, like, he wasn't a president. He, he was wasn't, like... He was Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he kind of just slept with a lot of women in France He got a and lot of STDs, and then he did the key on the kite bullshit. Now he's on, a, like, the $100 bill. Like, I just don't understand. Basically. He helped write the Declaration of Independence. No, that's... No? That's not... Are you serious? That's not an is, isn't he, like, credited, isn't he credited to he electricity? Do? So, B, what he are the... No, he's not. Ben Franklin according to the citizenship test, is famous for being a U.S. diplomat, being the oldest member of the Constitutional Convention. Doesn't that count? He was the first Postmaster General of the United States, a writer of Poor Richard's Almanac, and he started the first free libraries. Not the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution. Yeah, but he was, like, a diplomatic dude. Like, that's what he was. Like, he was in the government doing things sometimes. That would have been right. I fucking said that. No, you didn't. You didn't say he was. You said the kite. kite You said he was a kite guy, and then he wrote the declaration. Yeah, he hung out with guys from the government. Tell him. Tell him. You that would not be accepted by the United States government. I'm sorry. Fuck the United States government. Therefore, we're gonna have to not accept it. No government, stop listening. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) What are two cabinet level positions? There's the jurisdiction, and then there's wait. This is cabinet level. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about levels of government. I'm talking about cabinet level. Right. Cabinet level positions. Name two. Like of the cabinet, like 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 the, like the presidential cabinet. Yes, like the presidential cabinet. So like, education, and. Some of that. I'm gonna give you ten civil, seconds. Civil civil duties. So, no. No. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't understand. No. So some of your other two tr- cabinet was education one of them. Education was one of them. Cause that's that. That's the Biden's cabinet. Like, he has, like, a bunch of people appointed for different shit. Yeah, so, like, <gasps> wait, would, wouldn't fucking Vau- Fauci be one of them, like, like, for, 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 like, shit? So, it's the, say, se- like, the Secretary it, of State? The Secretary of anything. Yeah, if you say Secretary, Secretary of, of and something, oh, you're going to be right. Oh, yeah. Back. Attorney General, Vice President. Yeah, you also ah, said Kamala. You could have said her. Vice President. Oh, shit. Fuck. Damn. 
Damn. I didn't know those were cabinet positions. I'm still mad about Penn Franklin. I idiot. really didn't know that the yeah. vice president don't, again, was Again, ca- don't be mad at us. We're no, only no, giving you the no questions cap, and answers no, from the government. No cap at all. I'm mad didn't it. know that the vice president was a cabinet seat. Daddy would be so disappointed. I didn't. I thought I'm it was its own position. I thought it was its own Mad at Ben Franklin because he's not important. Everyone pretends that he is. Facts. He's a womanizer, dickhead, ugly Not man. only that, but he didn't actually fucking Fat, do ugly man that just sat around took everyone else's. Yes. Do the next question. I'm no, mad. you guys are just jealous that he had a, he had a hot boy revolution. And he was a beer bro. Ugly boy revolution. Ugly Go boy. Ahead. He was ugly. Continue. Hot boy revolution. Ugly. Go ahead. Ugly boy revolution. <laughs> Ameri- didn't, I think I read something where it's like he was America's leading womanizer yes. or something like that. He literally went to a different country and slept with a bunch of women, came back here and yeah. slept with a bunch of women. And they hyped him for it. you think he would it. find it funny that um, two young women in 2021 are saying or calling him ugly? <laughs> I bet a lot of people call he him would say, He would simply respond with, still beat. Okay, go. <laughs> what year was the U.S. Constitution written? I'm going to say it. 1776. That's it. It's wrong. I know. Declaration of Independence was 1776. Constitution, I want to say, was maybe like four years after that. Final answer? Um, Close, but no cigar. Ah! 1787. Oh, no. I was going to say like 84 was my second guess. What movement tried to end racial discrimination? Tried. 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 Worded in the in the questionnaire. Tried. Is it the social justice movement? Like the social... Like what? Do they have any fucking name? Don't, don't tell her. I'll give you 10 seconds. Civil rights movement. Right. <laughs> That's an easy one. So I would have been mad if she would have got it. Where, where's my easy one? Where's the next one coming? <laughs> I don't know. You should have got the coin toss right. All right, we'll give you the next one. Thanks. <laughs> what countries did the U.S. go to war with in World War II? Japan. Oh, there's... Oh, I have to... I, it's countries. Not just, one? Countries. Fuck! I thought I just no. I needed to name one. Nope. Name um, the countries. Japan. Uh, Germany. Uh, was it Russia? Final answer. Mm, okay. Was this before or after Italy switched sides? Final answer. Stop. <laughs> definitely Japan. Um, definitely Germany. This was well over 10 seconds. And Russia. That's my three. That's my three. Okay. Go ahead. That's my three. Japan. Germany. Germany. Russia. Italy. Fuck! Italy. Not Russia. Fuck! Weren't they an ally? That one. They were technically an ally, even though really? yeah, we didn't we didn't like them, but they were an ally. That was uh, that's, that's why what I said, is it before or after Italy switched sides? Which part? Well, the, we're just giving you the questions as asked. I mean, they don't specify on the test. We just okay. went to war with Italy. They eventually switched sides, but we still went to war. Who was president through World War One? Oh, fucking. Mm. I don't even know. I really don't know. No guess. Give it a shot. I see some guy with glasses in my head, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Can can I guess? Was it FDR? Woodrow Wilson. Ah. Look at this. Isn't this just such was a great test? Was he a round test? man with glasses? I don't know. He's that was dead. Taft was round. Taft was round. Name two U.S. territories. <laughs> um. Does the United States count no. as one of them? No. Fuck. I know one. Territories. 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 Um. Virgin Islands. That's one of them. And then Cuba. Final answer. Cuba is a country. <laughs> is it really? It's Puerto Cuban Rico. Missile Crisis. Is it Puerto Rico? Cuban Missile Crisis. Puerto Rico. Yeah, but I thought, didn't we? Okay, up until... It is Puerto... What are the other ones, Brendan? It's the Virgin Islands is one of them. That is correct. Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico. Fuck! Ameri- I was between Cuba and Puerto Rico and I chose wrong. American Samoa, Northern Mariana Islands, and Guam. Guam. Why? Okay. Didn't we control Cuba for like a while? 
we, we killed ha- their leader. Yeah, we killed their leader and put a bunch of embargoes and and ruined their country That's and stuff on them. Yeah, we basically ruined them. Like they had thought, the, they had the, they had the socialist leader that we killed. Didn't we basically? Don't we have control over Cuba? Technically, because we beat them in war, well, but they territory. were not a U.S. territory. They were a sovereign nation. Sad. What did Susan B. Anthony do? <gasps> That's my she made bitch. the flag. Wrong. Wrong. I mean, I love feeling really stupid. <laughs> I don't know. You're done. Yeah. Women's rights. Who was the other one? And civil rights. That she said. Betty Who made Ross. the? Fu- Bet- yes. Bet- yeah. Betsy. Betsy. Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross. But Lexi, to be fair, when we were taking these questions and writing them, I also said. Is that the flag, bitch? Okay, the only reason I know... <laughs> I definitely... Did I or did I not say that? Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Okay, I'm a little story time. The only reason I know who Susan B. Anthony is is not because... I mean, I, sh- I should know because I'm a feminist. But I. the only reason I do know is because um, my pap uh, collects coins. And years ago, I was in, like, middle school. And Susan B. Anthony is on a dollar coin. And I said, hey, pap. Who's Susan B. Anthony? He said, some bitch. And I was like, uh, he was like, no, she did like women's rights. But like, I didn't know who Susan B. Anthony was. until, And that's the only reason I do is because I asked my pal why she was on a coin. But more people should know who Susan B. Anthony During the Cold War, what was the main concern of the United States? There's one specific answer. Communism spreading to the United States. Final the Red answer. Scare. Final the whole thing. Final answer. If it's not that, I'm gonna fucking jump out the window. Like, there was the whole red scare with that dude who was like, "Yeah, you're a communist. You're a communist. You're a communist," and everyone went on fucking trial for being a communist. Like AOC. D- <laughs> Bella Dur- is yeah. very correct. Thank yep. you. <laughs> very correct with that one. I only asked final answer because I didn't know if that was a joke answer at first. Because I, there's no chance I would have said communism. I yeah. yeah. The main concern. That's, um... During the Cold War. I was gonna say Russia. Or, like, nukes. No, communism. They didn't want that shit here. This is a hard oh, one. Shit. How many amends does the Constitution have? 27. I feel like that's close. That, that's that's really? right. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my wow. God! You weren't really a civics queen! That. Yeah, that oh was... You weren't supposed to get that, that correct. Like guess? You just know. No, I knew that. Wow. Wow. I would have guessed something in the 20s, but I wouldn't have guessed I guess every that. American oh. should know this. No. <laughs> Very good. Thanks. Lexi, you're a true American patriot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they are, but you're 27. And that's it. Oh, God. Well, so, are we citizens? No. No. No! No, neither of you are U.S. citizens. Nope. Damn. But the winner, five to four, is Alexis. Oh, my God! Really? So Lexi gets the crown of the true American patriot. But not American citizen. Not American American citizen. Oh my god. It was that Susan B. Anthony question. Stupid. You still won. You still won. I know. I'm so mad about that. But you won. But I think there's a valuable lesson here. Um, The test is dumb. I agree. (laughs) We did kind of go through and pick out some of the harder questions. Still, it's dumb as fuck. But still, like, if we're born here and we took, like, Government, you like U.S. government and civics classes and all that. Like, you think we would get a hundred percent? That like, I mean, no. we should probably know. But like, I can guarantee you, I was not taught all of this. Or if At I did, it was my pushed. American education system. Yes, yeah, especially not taught in school, but like maybe some self-taught stuff. Yeah, maybe. 
The test is dumb. Well, I'm glad I didn't pass it either way. Took it on Ellis Island, took it here, I still failed. Still failed. <laughs> you, uh, going for third time's a charm in a couple more years. <laughs> Maybe eventually I'll try I'll again. It. Maybe one day I'll be a citizen. Who knows? Oh my god. So far, I'm zero for two. For sure. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you guys for joining us for this very patriotic episode if you want to call it that. We'll see you guys again next weekend for even more fun content. As always, make sure to follow us on our socials. Our Instagram is Honey Tea Steam Pod. Our Twitter is Honey Tea Steam. And our Facebook and our YouTube is Honey Tea, Ste- Honey Tea and Steam Podcast. And make sure to follow us also on our TikTok as Honey Tea Steam Podcast. So you can find all those on our links in our most of our descriptions. But we would like to see you there. Make sure you show support, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Like, follow, cool Like, stuff. comment, follow, all the above. We love hearing from you. So, again, we'll see you again next Saturday, as per usual. This has been Honey Teen Steam, and we'll see you then. Goodbye! Bye!